As always, I am your host, Fred Marvel, and today I've got a really interesting episode. I'm talking with Dhruv. He runs Spectrum Robotics. How's it going? Great, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you today. Uh, Dhruv, give me a little background about your organization and what you guys do. Yeah, so we're an organization. We provide STEAM opportunities to children on the autism spectrum. Okay. Um, and we like we provide them with certain opportunities that they wouldn't have normally. So like in my area especially, there like you'll find tons of like STEAM classes, computer science, programming, tons of classes. But a lot of the times, children with autism they're kind of like underestimated um, right. at their like level of knowledge and kind of what they can do. And so a lot of the times, there's not going to be classes that are compatible with them. So I just wanted to you know do something nice for the community and like provide for that group of people that I know can do so much. Oh yeah. Now like my son, Alex is, he just turned 11 and he's super into computers and everything. Now he's starting to ask whether he can uh, take his like little controllers and everything apart. To, he, he says he's experimenting. So this is something he'd be <laughs> definitely interested in. Um, like it, now for somebody like me, I'm pushing 40. I have no idea what STEAM is other than the research I've done on your website before this. So for everybody out there that doesn't know or isn't familiar with STEAM, like what does that mean? It's like an abbreviation that's used a lot these days to kind of encompass a lot of the technology world these days. And so like the five letters, it's like science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Okay. So it kind of encompasses all of that. And so like anything from like, straightforward art to like hardcore programming it's like it tries to encompass all of that just like one word to kind of gotcha yeah it's like an umbrella term almost yeah okay now how long have you guys been offering these classes yeah so like around like i'm a sophomore in high school 10th grade right now so like around two years ago one year ago i actually did this like volunteering program um and it was like to teach tennis to kids with autism Okay. And so that was super interesting to me. I just tried it out and I found that I was really like interested in that. Um, so then I thought a little bit about how can I help? Um, and then I started this around a year ago and then we had a few in-person classes with like robotics kits and like all the like machinery and whatnot. And then okay. obviously now we have to adapt to like the current climate. So we're doing virtual classes. Nice. Um, but yeah, just over a year, I think, is when so, they started. Wow, that's impressive. Now, are you the only one teaching these classes, or is there a group of you guys? Yeah, I actually have a team. And so, like, I think that, like, what I believe is that, like, anybody can do anything. So I, I, I try to recruit mainly, like, high school students. Because um, I think that, like, just, as well as a volunteering opportunity, it's just really good to, like, kind of have a community of people together so yeah it's a bunch of like high school volunteers um like on my website it's just like a little form you fill out would you like to volunteer they just like say your name your email and we just like chill out talk for a bit and then we're volunteering obviously they have training and stuff and we'd prefer if they have like experience with um autism and steam as well but for the most part it's just anyone who's like passionate about the cause and wants to help now like my son has uh one of his biggest 
areas of weakness is with social skills, making friends, uh, starting conversations, you know, that sort of thing. Do you guys help with that? Or is that just like a natural thing? You've got all these kids that are have common interests. They're all interested in the same thing. And then the conversations and the friendships just built from there. Do you help them with anything like that? Helping them uh, with social skills like that? Yeah, obviously, like, you know, when you have three or four kids in like a virtual classroom right? for like nine or 10 sessions, that's usually how much our classes like are in terms of like how many times they meet. Like they're obviously going to like form some sort of connection. And like we always obviously encourage conversation, encourage discussion. We never want to be talking at them. We mainly want to be getting them to answer questions, getting them to talk. And so like when when you think about like a classroom feel when you're in real school and the teacher asks you a question and you go around saying things, kind of like bounce the discussion back and forth. We're trying to like replicate that feel. And especially with like um, ASD, it's like it's super helpful to kind of like encourage that discussion kind of learning. Absolutely. Yeah. Because like I said, that's that's uh, one of Alex's tough spots is just, um, you know, just with making friends and learn, you know, figuring out what to talk about. I mean, he's cool talking about, um, you know, all the things he's interested in, but he still has trouble relating with kids his own age. So something like this is great where you're getting all now. How many how many kids typically like you said, your classes last for nine to 10 sessions. How many kids do you get in one session? Yeah. So like in one class, obviously, like even if we were doing it physical, um, you could, there's a little bit more leeway with that because it's an actual physical space. So it's easier to kind of get your point across to everybody, get everybody involved. Like in this virtual space, like it's super difficult to kind of get everybody involved because like we do not want like at all we don't want kids to just be sitting there listening bored like that yeah like like we want like if they're going to take the class we want them to be involved and so even for someone who's like super nonverbal and like even if they're expressing interest which we can tell to the best of our ability um we definitely want them to be engaged like that's the most important thing and so we try to keep it to like a maximum of like four or five kids per class that's uh, perfect yeah yeah you don't want because yeah, more than that, yeah, it just gets super like out of hand and difficult to like attend to everybody. Because like in a physical setting, you can do like small. You can like say, okay, get into groups and have a volunteer with each group. But like in this virtual setting, it's super difficult to do that. So we just try to keep it as one big discussion. Yeah, with like a maximum, like very maximum of like five people. But it's usually like two to three to four. Now, have you found since you guys have gone virtual with the COVID shutdown? Have you found your reach? Because you guys are based in North Carolina, right? Um, New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. yeah no problem. That's all right. Have you guys found that like your reach is expanded beyond uh, your area in Jersey? Yeah, super. Um, it's really great. Um, because the power of like social media and technology right. these days. Yeah, we've reached so many new people and like, um even if we have to focus on that, like, central Jersey, um, like, because the autism community is already, like, a pinpointed group within that, so it's super, it was super difficult to kind of find kids who'd be a good fit for it, but now, like, with the power of social media, um, by simply just, like, hitting one simple, like, 
button you can get a message across to like hundreds of people which yeah. is super nice absolutely and yeah and like a lot of our classes don't need any like physical equipment so that's super nice as well because we can work it all out with like google meet and things like that now what um what are the ages typically for the kids you guys meet with so i think the main thing we believe is like we don't want to set like a top end like restriction yeah but for most of our classes we do want to set a minimum just to make sure um that like it's a viable option but like with autism it's super difficult to kind of gauge it by age because yeah. there's so many different factors that go into it um mm-hmm. but we do we do have to put like an age number on it okay like i wish there was a better way but it's just kind of difficult to just put a number yeah i know so um we put like a minimum on it okay but then we don't put a maximum so anyone can do any class but generally it'll be kids from like age six to like 16 maybe that's like a very like big part of the kids we help but like obviously we'd be open to helping anyone oh yeah and it's tough because especially with something like autism everybody that is on the spectrum is is completely different in their own way they all yeah have, exactly you know they all have their strengths and they all have their weaknesses and you know a lot of times it's completely different um, but that's really cool. Now, when you guys were meeting in person, what, um, like, where did you guys, this is a volunteer organization. So where did you guys get like all your materials for like, say, a robot yeah, so we, we actually, con- I contacted like a local steam center or like okay. I contacted local steam centers. And so obviously they, they weren't really like an autism facility, but right. they did, they did classes for, um, like robotics and programming and whatnot. So they did have the space and the materials. So I kind of got contacted them, got into partnership and then um, they were super nice about it and they were really open um, to my ideas. And I'm yeah. super thankful for that. And yeah, um, they let us use the space and all the materials. That's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that you have done all this and you're in the 10th grade. Like Tim, to, to me, this is super, super impressive, and this is something you really, really should uh, sit back and and be proud of yourself for that. Because I think back to when I was in tenth grade, and just talking to you now, I was not nearly this mature or <laughs> you Thanks, know, ready, to, ready to do anything like what you're doing. This is this is awesome. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Do you guys have any idea of when you can get back to doing your in-person classes? I mean, if we work out like an effective system yeah. to run them virtually, I think that like we don't have to go back to in-person until like a while because um when there's like this whole pandemic obviously you can't go physical but there's no rule saying that you can't do virtual even when it starts physical so like we want to just try to perfect our virtual system and then possibly we'll see depending on like because obviously the system like the the situation is so fluctuating like like things could change in a matter of a week but we always want to have that kind of that effective virtual system in our back pocket yeah we're always ready to yeah that's awesome that's impressive um so where can people find you if they're interested in signing their kids up for your virtual classes what's your website your instagram yeah all that stuff yeah so um the website is spectrumrobotics.org okay and on on instagram if you just search spectrum robotics you should get it like the logo is like puzzle pieces with like green shapes inside but yeah nice yeah 
and then if you want to enroll um on instagram i think there's a post to like say that gives instructions or you could just go to the website and there's like a little enroll button up top perfect and did you made like who made the website did you guys do it or did you have somebody make it yeah i just i just did it myself yeah well that blows me away because i'm looking at it's it doesn't look like you know like i was looking on the website this afternoon to get a little background on you guys and you know even the websites like i'm just and i'm just blown away by what you guys have accomplished how many how many people how many kids do you have working with you volunteers yes um so it's around like 10 i think ranging from everything like teaching curriculum development and whatnot um yeah we don't have like too big of a team but but like the people we have are like super experienced and like they know a lot about autism like a lot of the times we'll have kids who their siblings have autism and so that's really helpful because they're actually really experienced but yeah it's super great cool cool good stuff well thanks for coming on i appreciate it now listen if you guys are interested it's spectrumrobotics.com org oh dot org spectrumrobotics.org perfect Thank you so much for doing this, Drew. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks. I love your podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Keep up the good work, brother. See you. All right. See you later. We can't leave you this week without the dad joke of the week. So here it is. How many apples grow on a tree? All of them. Don't forget to look me up. on. I'm on Instagram at the Spectrum Dad Pod. Shoot me a message if you would like to hop on and tell your story. If you've got a family member on the spectrum, if you're on the spectrum, or if you work with people on the spectrum helping them out, let me know. Talk to you guys next week. See ya.